once knew these two guys. Each, in their own way, had had it all. And blew it. Left with broken brains and battered bravery, having to find parts of themselves they had seen in film and cinema. But who were they anymore? If they were going to do this, it needed to be the most thorough search for identity ever undertaken. Welcome to the Every Movie Ever podcast with your hosts, Ben Groves and Rob McFarland. This episode contains spoilers. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Every Movie Ever podcast. My name is Ben Groves. And my name is Rob McFarlane. Welcome to our movie podcast. Ben and I both suffer with our mental health, and we thought we needed to... Suffer. Well, yeah, we, we both thought we both needed to suffer. Uh, and why do that alone when we can, <laughs> we can do a movie podcast once a week and make sure that all you lot suffer along with us? Uh, so before I get yeah. into what we're covering... Spread the disease. <laughs> a problem shared is a problem doubled. Um, right? You're welcome. Before, before I get into what we're doing, I feel like I should mm-hmm. sort of do my due diligence and ask, how are you doing, Ben? I am... I'm doing all right, man. Yeah? I'm actually doing pretty good. Yeah. Oh, good. So I've been hanging out with my dog. Nice. Like a lot more. She's super needy. I'm not sure why. Yeah. But she's like my shadow at the moment so we've just been hanging out a bunch that mm-hmm. makes me really happy the new chapter of dbd dead by daylight just came out right which is alien so the xenomorph yeah, and yeah. ellen ripley are now in dead by daylight that's incredible about you've been playing loads of that no no i have not had time you've not had I've time been, i've been i've been doing podcasts oh. <laughs> <laughs> i i do work and podcast that's it. yeah yeah actually no that's a lie i spent some time at the boardroom cafe yes you did i spent Two times at the boardroom cafe. So just a, a short thirty-five hours out of your week, you know? No, no, no. I I think on the Sunday we were only there for a coffee, and then on the Monday because it was bank holiday Monday, yeah, yeah. so everyone had the day off work. It was lovely. Yeah. Uh, we went in and played coup oh, with a few friends. That is my game. Yeah, man. That is my game. I know. I told everyone. Yeah. I was like, if Rob was here, Rob would win because this is Rob's game. And everyone was like, no, I'd beat him. And I was like, no, you would not. Rob is Duke. He's Duke of Coup, okay? But yeah, no, that was fucking lovely. How about you, man? Uh, what's my birthday tomorrow? It is, buddy. I'll be uh, I'll be 35, so I'm going to enjoy the last... Old. The last... Well, what is it? Old. It's 9 p.m. now, so I'm going to enjoy the last three hours of having a functioning penis and spine. Because mm-hmm. uh, tomorrow I'll be 35. It's just going to be picking a lock with a marshmallow and walking around in a Zimmer frame from here on out. Nothing but back cracks and pushing rope. Yeah. That's all it's going to be from here on out, buddy. <laughs> Playing snooker with chain. Uh, so, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, if anyone could impress with a cheese string, though, it would be you. <laughs> so that's something to go Mate, by. I've had 15 years of practice thanks to a long-standing cocaine habit. I I am ready for middle mm. age. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be same functions. Practically <laughs> no change in my sexual performance when I get erectile dysfunction. It's just going to be mm. business as usual. Um. You're 35 tomorrow, boy. Yeah. That's so old. It is, yeah. You're old as fuck, I'm, man. I'm, a, I'm, an, I'm an actual adult man. Jesus. Who has a podcast about sci-fi, primarily sci-fi films, and debates yeah. the moral standing of hobbits. 
You are looking a little bit older. Yeah, yeah. It's because not in a bad way. No, it's because I lost the weight, so my eyes mm, are bigger, and uh, the fat has stopped filling the wrinkles. Mm. My plan was to put on like a kilo every year, so that as my skin got wrinklier, there was more fat behind it, so it just got stretched like a balloon. Yeah, but it would just get heavier, and then yeah. you'd just look sad. Yeah, and then I'd lose the weight, and I'd look like a sort of ghost, a Victorian ghost under a sheet. Or those squirrels that can sort of glide from tree to tree. Yeah, or a Sharpay dog. Um... Yeah. I think we should swiftly move on. I'm getting very depressed, and this is this is supposed to be the part of my life where I'm not depressed. So, it's your birthday, man! It's my birthday. Happy birthday! Yay! It is your birthday, and because it's your birthday, Rob, I thought what better way to usher in our resident goth boy's birthday than to cover the brand spanking new Barbie movie? Yes. Barbie movie! Love it! Loved it! Loved it! Loved it! We're going to get into why. But we can't yes. not cover this film. Uh, we obviously be done. covering every Christopher Nolan movie ever. And when we started, yeah. uh, we started a, a couple months back with Following and Memento and Insomnia. I don't think either of us would have predicted that the fate of Oppenheimer, Christopher Nolan's most recent film, mm-hmm. and the Barbie movie were going to become quite so closely intertwined. I love this story. So much. I didn't have I didn't have that on my 2023 bingo sheet. You know, <laughs> same. I had I legitimately had no fucking clue that it would blow up the way that it did. Um, Oppenheimer, or I love the fact. <laughs> oh, no, that that was always yeah. that was always going to bomb. Yeah. Rob, no, I mean, Warner Brothers released in Barbie on the same day as Oppenheimer as like a little slight fuck you to Christopher Nolan for not yeah. being at that studio anymore. But then it, it all backfiring spectacularly and the casts and everyone involved in both movies going, yeah, no, we can't wait to see both of these movies mm. at the same time. Fuck it, Barbenheimer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we're running with. So if anything- Warner Brothers were trying to do that whole like announcing their engagement on their ex's birthday. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Yes. That's exactly what they were doing. But what they didn't realize, they were like, Barbie, here is a hundred million dollars for marketing. Go crazy with it. Yeah, yeah. And then Christopher Nolan was there being like, oh, they got a hundred million for marketing. Wow, that's, that's mm. fucking impressive. All right, fair Enough. I've got raw and talent. All of <laughs> yeah, and then all of their all of their marketing budgets from both movies just merged, yeah. and they both just essentially had two hundred million to promote it was both movies. So good, so good. So today, Barbie being the first part of our Barbenheimer two week spectacular. Indeed, it is. Indeed, it is. Now, this film uh, was given one hundred and forty five million dollars to get made. Woo. It's not a bad. A lot of pink. It's a lot of pink, right? They almost ran out of pink. The pink pink that they painted Dreamland in was a very specific shade, and the amount they used meant that there was a short time there was a genuine global shortage on that shade of pink. I love that there was a global shortage of pink. I know, right? Where was Cardi B when you need her? God damn! But it's made over a billion at the box office, and it's still in cinemas. That's fucking nutty. It is the highest grossing film of 2023 by a large margin. Understandably so. This appeals to everyone. Yes. It has something for literally every person. Yeah, because it's about people, weirdly, not plastic dolls, which we'll get to. It's hard, isn't it? Um, Yeah. Greta Gerwig directed this. Uh, Those of you who recognise that name, she's a very successful actress, but as a director, she's mostly known for Lady Bird. Great film. Uh, Little Women haven't not seen it. Uh, Little Women, you, have you seen Little Women? Little Women's good. Little Women's great. Little Women's really good. Um, and she wrote Francis Ha and 
the upcoming Disney remake of Snow White, which we will, I imagine, is a, it just got a big box office boost. I don't think I've seen, I've seen the original Snow White, and then I've, I've sort of widely ignored anything. That Any of the, well, that one's, that, the, yeah, that one's not out yet. That's 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 on the slate. That's coming soon. The the Snow White yeah, remake. The, fine. I'm not watching any of them after they ruined the Jungle Book for me. I haven't seen any of the live action remakes. Don't I haven't seen. Don't bother. One. They are nightmare fuel. Um, okay. For the for I can imagine so. This is this is still in cinemas. Uh, you can go see it if you like me are uh locomotively challenged and don't have a vehicle. <laughs> don't have a train. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, then this is hitting streaming on the fifth of September. Uh, we are going to keep this spoiler light, but there are still going to be some. Big fat spoilers in this. There is. I mean, don't listen to a fucking podcast about a movie you haven't seen if you intend on seeing it. Exactly. Or do if you want to, but just don't be upset if it's spoiled. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Shall we? It's a conscious choice on your part. Shall we now break down the plot uh, (laughs) and tell people exactly what happens in this film so that they know why we reacted the way we did to this film? Yes. All right. So first and foremost, Barbie Land is a real place. This is where all the various versions of the famous character live and coexist in matriarch. <clears throat> you can, you got this, bud. You got this. I've spelled it phonetically. <laughs> it's the hardest fucking word. It's the hardest word. I can't explain it. Hardest word. We spelled it out okay. phonetically because you dyslex Luther. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> dyslex Luther is <laughs> kicking my Slooperman's ass right now. It's unbelievable. All right. So it's where all the various versions of the famous characters live and coexist in matriarchal bliss. Nailed it. Happy in the knowledge that their existence as a line of toys has solved all of the real world women's problems. Or so they think. Margot Robbie plays stereotypical Barbie. She does. The particular Barbie doll that best represents what people think of when you say the word Barbie. (laughs) Her apparent boyfriend, inverted commas, Ken lives only for her attention and when barbie begins to be plagued with malfunctions uh including well she's preoccupied with death flat foot flat feet yep uh cellulite cellulite Cellulite. uh her and ken go on a quest to the real world to find the little girl who is who is sort of playing with her doll and therefore responsible for her behavior in barbie land when she arrives in contemporary la and discovers the grim cost of daring to be a female in modern society, it the becomes cheek. apparent the Barbies, the absolute audacity. The lion, the witch, and the audacity of this. Mm. Uh, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the fucking daring mm-hmm. to be female in modern society it becomes apparent the Barbies, whether President Barbie or Brain Surgeon Barbie, have done nothing to stop the dominance of the patriarchy. Lost and confused, she finds a woman called Gloria, a Mattel employee with a difficult relationship with her daughter and the true source of her difficulties. Meanwhile, Ken has also discovered the patriarchy and loves what he sees. <laughs> he just loves horses. He just loves horses. He's just a man who loves a horse. He just loves the horses. <laughs> totally unused to being the focus of attention, he races back to Barbie Land to revolutionize the society of imaginary dolls to be as male-focused as the real world. A world of men and horses and mini fridges. Mini fridges with useless freezers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, free- <laughs> the freezers are... 
practically useless. <laughs> uh, where the women give foot massages and listen attentively to four-hour acoustic guitar songs sung at them. Because mm-hmm. Ken's sick of playing second fiddle to Barbie. You know, that the years of being the accessory now coming out in a sort of pure, unadulterated, patriarchal ego. By Act 3, we have Mattel executives, Gloria and a troubled daughter, the Kens, the Barbies, and the discontinued dolls all competing to define what an idealised doll should be and can or cannot do. And then, again, because this is a recent film, we'll just say in Act 3 that what yeah. follows is a surprisingly deep look at gender roles. Uh for yeah. the Barbie movie. Do you know what I mean? Uh, the difficulties yeah. faced by all women and certain kinds of men. Uh, identity, mm-hmm. how we define personal value in a world as commercialized and plastic as this. All told with songs and dance and glamour and some absolutely career best performances. And sparkle. And sparkle. What follows sparkle? Strong female agency. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> this has been in development since 2009. Uh, Mattel have been wanting to make this film for a very long time. Uh, and they started, this this exact film that we are watching now was started. Do you know who was going to play Barbie? Uh, Jennifer Lawrence. No, but she would have been good. Okay. But they didn't go with that. They decided instead to approach Amy Schumer. Ooh. Mm. Now, fortunately for this film, she fell out with them after about nine months due to creative differences. So they then approached Anne Hathaway, and then they were like, "Mm, okay. That would have been good, but she's more Catwoman, you know? And then they cast cast Margot Robbie, who took complete ownership of it, and basically basically sort of sweet-talked the Warner Brothers guys into her idea of the film, the kind of film she wanted to make. Got Greta Gerwig involved. Okay. Her, Gerwig, and Noah Baumbach, Greta Gerwig's husband, were sort of wrote the treatment. And she said to Warner Brothers, jokingly, well, kind of half jokingly, go with this. It will make a billion dollars at the box office. And they all went, ha, 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 imagine. And it fucking has now. Would have made a a billion dollars. (laughs) Fuck me, man. (laughs) Fuck, fair play. Yeah. So obviously, like, this is is an odd one for us to be covering, right? Because... What were you expecting from this going in? And what did you get from this? I was expecting, uh, you know, Captain Marvel, the film. Yes. Right. You don't remember that yes. much of it, though, do you? No. no. <laughs> yeah, I've seen it. Because it's a superhero origin story and the essential, I'm boiling this down hideously and I am being very cruel to Captain Marvel because I, I did enjoy it as a film. Okay. But I think the main takeaway at the end was, you're a lady and that means you can do whatever you want, including have superpowers. You just have to believe. And okay. at the time I watched it and I shed a tear and I was like, man, that was fucking inspirational as fuck. Mm. But uh, over time, it sort of soured a bit. And I was like, but it's a commercial cash grab. And of course, it was going to say that. And I kind of I knew that there was a, a gender politics angle in this. Sure. And so I expected it to be very much a... Girl power, Spice World, you're great. And that's all I needed it to be. Yeah. I was like, it's the Barbie movie. It's a it's a licensed advertisement for two hours right. from a toy brand of one of their largest properties. Uh, with Greta Gerwig and Margot Robbie, I thought it was going to have a, a little bit of teeth. 
Like it would have occasional subtexts that were like a big wink of like, oh, boys are a bit bummy sometimes. <laughs> right? <laughs> and then everyone would be like, okay. oh, it's so brave. It's so brave to take swings at incel culture. I really did. What did you get? What I didn't expect was it's a really nuanced and really clever and really contemporarily relevant look at both sides of the gender dynamics. I would agree. There is a specific kind of man being spoken about in this film. Yeah. And I think it gives them a voice as well. Because because with the with the interesting Ken is very much feels underappreciated, feels like he has a right mm-hmm. to Barbie's attention. He's been the nice guy, the polite guy he's, for years and years. He's and years. held open four doors today and has not got a single blowjob. That's his. That's it's his. Honestly, shocking. Right, I'm shocked for him. Yeah. <laughs> so it it really sort of it it nails that category of guy, but then but then gives a voice to that thing of him going. But I was told there would be more than this. I was primed to expect reciprocal attention, and when I haven't got it, I'm going to showboat harder until I get it, and then get angrier when I get less attention. And I thought that was it was an interesting thing, yeah, to so cleverly lay out the stall of that sort of bro code side of 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 masculine culture. I feel like we're pussyfooting around it a little bit. It's fucking incels, and they're everywhere. I don't think right? it's, it's. I don't think. Nice, I don't think it's even. Nice as, guys finish last. Yeah, harumph, I don't think it's and even. And then it goes from a harumph to be, getting angry, right? I think it's broader than that. I think yes. Yeah, so yes, it is. You're right. But I think yeah. Ken as a character and the Kens uh, that are represented go from yeah. they exhibit full incel behavior, but they also exhibit yeah kind of just standard alpha male podcaster energy 100 percent, and i'm not and i'm not disagreeing with you at all i feel like my point was more anatomical yeah because he has just a nude blob with no genitals <laughs> so he is factually yeah yeah an incel yeah right? very, uh, that's very true he is literally <laughs> see yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 see and and we got that uh, as as <laughs> as ken uh, i i've got in my notes here you know ken is a bro he is broken. Ooh, <laughs> ooh. <laughs> that's that's kind of like, like as that. he becomes more and more of a bro, he becomes more broken, and and you go, oh, that's a very clever bit of writing. Yeah. Okay. What, 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 what were your expectations going in? Because it sounds like we got the same result, but I'm curious to see how you show me your workings how did you get there what were you walking in the cinema to expect okay were you just going so in there I'd, to I'd seen, get some shrimp on the barbie i'd seen a... <laughs> that was fucking awful <laughs> that was fucking awful i hope our resident aussie rob livings hears mm. that and gets in touch with you and goes shit joke yeah no because that's all that would make it 10 times better for me yeah yeah but what the the fact that i was accusing you of masturbating in the barbie movie yeah to an australian actress brilliant and our resident aussie Uh, you see yeah it's it's full circle yeah nice i had seen a few of the trailers of this right and i was expecting i saw will ferrell in it okay i'm an unashamed huge will ferrell you are i'll literally watch everything that he touches because he is uh he is a wizard of a human that has a direct line to my funny bone. Uh-huh. Like, it doesn't matter what he does. The worst films in existence that he is a part of, mm-hmm. 
he's still good in. And I love that about it. You like him a lot more than I do, but I I am so yeah. here for how much you love Will Ferrell. Because even if I don't get it, yeah. I see the joy in your eyes and I'm like, yeah, man, thanks, Will Ferrell. That's Honestly, that's it, though. It's the pure, unadulterated yeah, joy yeah. of watching this fully grown, you know, like... I don't even know how old he is, like 50, 60 if year I old see, dude. I don't like clowns, but if I see a child with learning difficulties, like entranced by a clown, it brings joy to my heart. And that's very much like... What role you... am I playing in this analogy? What role am I playing well, in this? Well, Will Ferrell's the clown. <laughs> For fuck's sake. <laughs> it's dyslexia, Rob. Right? All right yeah. And it's fine. Okay. Probably. <laughs> you have actually had to spell shout phonetically in that breakdown just so I could fucking Come read on, it. Come on, man. Ma- matriarchal's not exactly. <laughs> not exactly like. Matriarchy, I'm fine with. Matri- matriarchal. Yeah. Hard. Yeah. Unless I fucking break it down with totally. hyphens. Yeah, fine. Anyway, I had seen some trailers of this. I'd seen Will Ferrell was in it. I thought it was going to be. I seen Kate McKinnon was in it, so I was thinking, okay, it's an SNL absolute goddess, humor, yeah. like Saturday Night Live uh, humor. It will be very Americanized, mm-hmm. very sort of goofy and over the top, and bright colors and big and loud. And that's what I was expecting. Yeah. I saw the trailer about them beaching each other off. You know, Incredible, the kind of I thought it was fucking amazing. I'm going to beat uh, you off. Barbie dancing. No one's beaching each other off. If you're going to beach him off, you've got to beach me off first. <laughs> fucking incredible. It's incredible because you see Barbie, you think a shit kid's film, yeah. and then you see that and you're like, oh, hold on a minute. Okay. They pulled a Shrek. So I'd seen these. I just thought it was going to be like a dumb comedy. Yeah, I yeah. thought it was going to be like a my first comedy for like. Tweens. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like tweens. Yeah, yeah. My first comedy. Uh, went to watch it. Like the Black Eyed Peas of comedy. <laughs> or Foo Fighters. Yes, you know? exactly that. The Foo Fighters of comedy. All right, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Don't do this. You were right the first time. You didn't have to take it personal. Foo Fighters' first four albums? Mm-hmm. Amazing. I'm sure a Black Eyed Peas fan would tell you the first Black Eyed Peas album was amazing. And if they like it, fair play to him. Anyway. Where is the love? <laughs> anyway. Not here, apparently. <laughs> just shitted all over me today. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, I walked into the cinema. Yep, there was four of us. We all went in expecting like a nice, light-hearted, goofy comedy. All four of us ended up crying because it is so underhanded mm. with how fucking relevant it is yep. to men, women, yeah, yeah, children, old, young, fucking anyone. It it's so underhanded with how relevant this is to the human experience. It doesn't matter about gender. It doesn't matter about age. A thousand percent. It doesn't matter about background. There's a whole bunch of stuff in there that, that I think hasn't gotten the, the necessary press because some very angry men who don't touch enough boobies have decided to get up in arms about it being all about them. You know what, the- but the sheer fact of the matter is there's a bunch of stuff in there that's about identity. There's a bunch of stuff in there about growth mm-hmm. that isn't getting the press that it needs. My favourite thing about this film, by a fucking landslide is the angry men that you've just mentioned yep. that are keyboard warriors yep. all over Reddit. This film hates men. This film hates men. This film hates men. I'm so nice. Yep. Why, why are they hating on me? Yeah, and all this yeah, bullshit, yeah. right? And it's like the irony of this film having that type mm-hmm. of Ken yeah, yeah. as one of the main characters. Yeah. And if they just finish watching the film, they see that <laughs> that Ken learns to recognize yeah. that he is enough. Yeah. He doesn't need to be defined by any outside source. Nope. Nothing outside of just him mm-hmm. is is defining him. Yep. He's able to and take it's... criticism because he's enough by himself <laughs> yeah. 
and there's exactly. a little film made by a toy company about a doll exactly. is not enough to shake his worldview, surely. <laughs> this film gives you a fucking out yeah. so that you can publicly mm-hmm. make those mistakes go whoopsie daisy yeah, yeah. i was a bit of a dick yeah yeah now i'm all right and everyone to go you know what yeah that's pretty fucking ken you are ken off you are ken off <laughs> but everyone yeah is so fucking dead set on typing this bullshit that they're not even seeing the irony and it's my favorite thing i've loved researching this <laughs> the hilarious thing is is that if you are offended by this film you are telling on yourself oh 100 because you are saying that you identify with the Ken character because you think (laughs) the Ken character is indicative of all men, including yourself, right? So you're like, that's not all men. That's not about me. And by saying that sentence, you're proving that it is about you. Because I watched this and I went, oh, I'm Alan. Same. (laughs) I fucking love that dude. Yeah, I looked more at it as... When Alan was on the screen mm-hmm. and he was just sort of like, I've never really understood why there's only one of me, but I'm just Ken's friend. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But he's also Barbie's friend. Yeah. And he's completely fine with both sides and he's just enjoying himself. Yeah. It's fucking great. Alan was a discontinued line in the Barbie toy line who was introduced as Ken's friend. He's played in the film by Michael Cera. Incredible. He and um, Gloria's husband... Uh, who's played by the mm-hmm. actress's real husband, by the way. That The guy that plays her husband Incredible. is her husband in real life. Mm-hmm. And all he's doing is learning... I love that. He's just learning Spanish, the whole film, right? Yeah. Uh, the Will Ferrell's character, there are so many... Uh, the employee, the Mattel employee who first alerts mm-hmm. Mattel to the fact that Barbie's crossed over into the real world. Yeah. There are so many other men in this film yeah. that behave nothing like Ken. Yeah. If you say, oh, well, Ken means all men. Well, no. You've clearly not seen the fucking film. There's a lot of men in the film. Ken is 25% of the men in the film. And you've looked at it and gone, I'm offended. Yes, because you're a Ken. <laughs> yeah. And if you, I think if you are offended by this film, good. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, you deserve it. Because you've ruined a lot of things for the rest of us. But also, just fucking watch the film. Yeah. It gives you an out. Yeah. It gives you an out that you can then take publicly mm-hmm. and it will be applauded. Yeah. Totally. It's literally paving the way for you. It's it's giving you the fucking easiest, honest. And and look, when just... when I say when I say, oh, I'm not I'm not Ken, I'm aware that there's a certain lack of self-awareness that could be creeping in there, right? A certain holier than thou. I'm and excellent. Every, no one wants to be Ken. Yeah, right. right exactly. No one wants to sit here and go, yeah, I'm that. Yeah, that's me. Uh I'm yeah. So I feel like we should we mm-hmm. should sort of we 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 should i think i know where this is going we should we should be honest and it's a film about self-realization it's a film about growth (laughs) it's a feminist psychedelic wizard of oz you know you've got the yellow brick road you've got the roller skates you've got meeting friends along the way yeah and personal growth and i feel like yeah in order to be honest we have to admit that we've been ken at times in our life i'm probably ken at some times right now and just not realizing everyone's it yet. a everyone's a bit of a Ken at some point right. in life. All right, everyone slips into Ken every now and then. Ken's easy to slip yeah. into. Right, right. Well, I mean, he looks it. He's he's a, he's played by Ryan Gosling, who is an incredible actor. I'm sure he's easy to slip into. 
but <laughs> insanely good in this. <laughs> insanely good in this. Yeah, but but so what you want to do is you want you want me to sit here and tell you about a, a time in my life where I've been a Ken, where I've been. When have you been a Ken? Okay, because we've all been a Ken at some point. When have I been so uncomfortable with myself? Not feeling like I'm enough. Yeah. Doing nothing to change it mm-hmm. other than steer into what I think other people expect of me so hard that I lose sight of who I really am even more. Mm-hmm. Then being angry about it and blaming every outside source possible and eventually turn into weekend binge drinking and recreational drug use to try to escape the fucking weird little trap that I've got myself in, which worked to numb the feelings for a little while. Mm-hmm. And whilst chasing that initial escape of the weekend binge, yep. And the recreational drug use. I'm now on a slow and steady descent into full-blown alcoholism, Mm. mind-altering, septum-melting drug habits. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not dealing with any of my shit. Yeah, so... So, Okay, so to answer that question... Give me some examples of that. My 20s. Right, yeah. (laughs) Pick any moment in that decade where I was so uncomfortable on my own skin and angry at everyone else about it. A hundred percent. And I think it's brave of you to admit that. I certainly never would. Uh, do you think men have got a right Brilliant. to... So we... <laughs> yeah, let's just move, move on. on then, yeah, shall we? Brilliant, yeah, yeah. Sound. Super happy about yeah. this episode so far. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> no, man, I do, I do it all the time. I still do it now. And, and I, I think even, even part of having this conversation, right? Having this conversation about when have we been Ken, in its own way, is an example of me trying to make sure that i look and sound as as good as possible you know there's that sort of ego of like i'm on a show and i want to make sure that i show that i'm a friend to barbie do you know what i mean it, there's uh, there's the thing that i find sure. fascinating about the characterization that ryan gosling gives ken is as mm-hmm. much as it's ridiculous it's incredibly relatable yeah. And they don't necessarily yeah, start out as bad intentions. They start out as, I would like some attention. I would like to define myself by somebody else. And I know I was in long-term relationships where I was entirely overgiving, compromising everything that I wanted for the other person and then going, why am I not happy? This is your fault. Yeah. And at no point when they, when they were saying, You're, you can be you, put some lines in the sand, put your foot down occasionally, I go, oh, I'd never do that. That might make you unhappy. Mm. Why do you not let, ever let give me what I want? Why do you not know what I want? Well, tell me. Oh, I couldn't. Can't do that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, no. It's just not in my nature. No, I'm, I'm just, not, no. I'm, I'm not that guy. Yeah, exactly. I'm not that guy. All the fucking You should time. know, though. Yeah. You should know. I'm not the guy to tell you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah. Should you know. should know already. Thank you. And I think, I yeah, think okay. the relatability of, of the Ken character is that he just wants he wants to be as exciting to someone else as he finds Barbie. Yeah. He wants to mean as much to Barbie as she means to yeah. him. And fuck me. Again, the answer to that is ha, all my 20s. <laughs> <laughs> there, there, there you go, man. That's what I'm saying. I think there's a moment that comes in everyone's life, mm-hmm. right? I don't care about gender or age or any of this. There's no right or wrong way to go about it. There's no right time for it. There's just a moment that hits you where you go, mm-hmm. am I am I really mm. doing this for me? And am I really happy with who I am, yeah. where I am, what I'm doing, yeah. what I'm in what I'm sort of putting myself through? Is this 
is this it? Yeah, yeah. And it'll get to a point, for me personally, it was when me and you sat down yeah. and it was literally just after I said that I was going sober. Mm-hmm. I drank my I drank my last beer maybe two days before. Yeah. And I was having a wobble. I was sitting in Because you've been sober you've garden. been sober a while now, right? Two years. Two years. It's a long time. It's not as long as like Amy Winehouse has been sober, but it's a long time. I'm I'm catching up on her. <laughs> I'm catching up on her. She's got a lead on me. She has I'm got a lead. Up on her, <laughs> yeah. Oh. I don't think I can ever win that race. No. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> There might be a way. Chris, Christopher <laughs> Nolan will find it. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> but so two days yeah. into into my sober journey and I was having a fucking panic attack in my mom's back garden. I was sitting there with a bottle of whiskey that I'd literally just bought. Yeah. So I was like, I can't do this. I can't handle it. I can't no. fucking function properly. Right. Like it's too much. It's too real. Mm-hmm. I can't deal with what's going through my head. And you sat down and you were like, but it's your fault. <laughs> So drink if you want to, be hungover if you want to, yeah. but all you're doing is you're borrowing from a bank account that has no money in it, mm. and you've got to pay that overdraft back. Yeah. And it was that where I was like, oh, fuck you, because you're right. Because it is just me. Like, yeah. it is just my fault. Like, I'm here but for my fucking things. Mm. You weren't a cunt about it. No. I've, I've, I've oversimplified it a lot because of, you know, time. But also... That was the takeaway. It's that thing of like... It was the snap. Yeah. It, it was the snap that I needed to go, fuck. Okay, I don't need to escape everything mm. that's around me. I need to fucking start making changes and then yeah. sit and accept it. And I started looking at everything bit by bit, coming to terms with it, and then started mm. to make small changes. Yeah, I'm still making those small changes now. You know what I mean? Two years down the line, I'm still every day making changes. We mentioned a couple of episodes ago about deferring blame and sort of and externalizing blame and going. Uh, it was in the episode about. Um, uh, the fourth kind. It's about how uh, this is my behavior. My behavior is unchangeable. Got you. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not for me to change my reaction to the world. It's for the world to cater to my reaction. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm unable to change how I react to this. And so that every other motherfucker has to change how they treat me. The drug addict's manifesto, right? Exactly, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. When they inevitably don't do that, I'm going to be able to yeah. claim moral authority to be- behave however I like because I warned you I'd do this. Yeah, it's like a justification, self-deprecating mm-hmm. cycle. Yeah, 100%. Right? And it- I'm allowed to be a cunt yeah. because you didn't accept me when I wasn't one. So there you go. On Monday, I said I'll be a cunt on Wednesday if it's cloudy. Mm. And it's cloudy now, mm-hmm. so I have to be a cunt. Mm. Ken is so wrapped up yeah. in that. When he gets into his little patriarchal thing of like, I've got no ability to control my reactions. They are preset and they were set by you and therefore this is all your fault. And that's exactly where, although I think the film is about more than just incels, which are a relatively small group, I think you're a thousand percent, I think you're a thousand percent uh, correct when you say that this completely addresses that group and gives them everything they need to get out of that loop. It's it's the kindest fucking thing possible. Yeah. It's looking at a group of people that are actively going against you yeah. and saying, you're enough. Yeah. You are enough. Yeah. Like you're you're completely <laughs> lovable. Yeah. You're you're perfect the way mm-hmm. you are. No one's hating you. No one's no one's trying to fucking like put you down. You're enough. It's the nicest possible fuck you yeah. that this film could have done. So anyway, so this is what makes re- researching this film so much fun. Mm-hmm. 
there are equal amounts one star reviews written by angry men as there are yeah. five star reviews written by everyone else happy people yeah. you know what yeah, I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah i feel like we've got a bit deep here and i want to i want to it was a bit deep a bit quick it was a bit so let's just let's bit. just objectify some women for a while uh kate mckinnon cool. is incredibly hot in this film super fun she like it's nothing to do <laughs> it's nothing to do with anything except with the fact that she plays weird barbie she does who's the barbie who's had her hair cut and her face drawn mm-hmm. and for some reason is always in the splits mm-hmm. and there's something about kate mckinnon's the kate mckinnon character you know the one that she played in ghostbusters yeah. and also this film and also most episodes of saturday night live yeah it is just it is romantic catnip for me. I'm like, that's the person I want to marry. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Do you know, I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. Man. When she first joined Saturday Night Live, I remember the season, uh, getting the season like fucking downloaded. Obviously, we get it crazy late over here. Like, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It would have been finished in the States, but we get it crazy late. We downloaded the whole season and me and my two housemates at the time, mm. we sat and we just binged through it all. All three of us were in love with Kate McKinnon. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, like, not in a sort of like no, kind no, of no. way. It was a more. Um, I put a shrimp on her, Barbie. I, this Australian joke thing needs to die. <laughs> <laughs> it needs to die. It was more of she can pull off. Yes, she can. Fucking anything. She can pull off anything. <laughs> like it doesn't matter what character she's playing. Do you want to rephrase that? Her. Unique, no, because you're the only CD bastard that's fucking changing it. I'm just, I'm sticking to it. I'm sticking to it. Mm-hmm. It's my, it's, she can pull off anything. She can. It doesn't matter whether she's playing, whether she's playing like taking the piss out of a fucking perfume mm-hmm. advert or playing someone that was rudely abducted by aliens <laughs> and then had aliens just sort of poke her tits and treat her really weird. Yeah, yeah. She, Kate McKinnon is an absolute treasure. Mm. My favourite thing I found out when learning this is she really wanted, there's a snow globe that she holds of the Barbie dream house in this film. Yeah. And she asked if she could keep it and production said no. So she just stole it. <laughs> Min, that, see, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's incredible. Okay. So, We've got weird Barbie. Mm-hmm. We've also got different types of Barbies. We've got, you know, uh, Dr. Barbie and yeah, yeah. astronaut Barbie and pilot Barbie. We've got all the different Kens as well. I died when uh, when stereotypical Barbie just looks up and goes, hello, space. <laughs> and they all wave uh, yeah. back. Yay, space. <laughs> <laughs> We've got weird Barbie. We've got the other Barbies. We've got main Ken. We've got the other Kens. We've got Alan. Yeah who is possibly my favourite character in this entire film. Midge, his wife. Just because of Midge. Mm. That's not his wife, is it? It is. Midge is Alan's wife. Yeah. Because Midge was Midge, and Alan was Alan, and then there was a later set, which was the Midge Happy Family set, and Midge had had her baby, and Alan was the husband. Wow. Yeah. Notice how you didn't say father. (laughs) Just husband. It's 2023, man. All right. (laughs) Step Daddy Allen. Look, okay. man, we don't need to... <laughs> <Okay>. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking awesome, man. Fair play. Um, yeah, Allen is Michael Sarah. Yep. Michael Sarah in this uh is borderline psychotic yes. with his facial uh, his facial expressions. <laughs> yeah. His eyes terrify me in this film. Yes. Uh, for all the right reasons. Yep. It's incredible. The drawn on eyebrows but are this- perfection. They are terrifying. Yeah. Everything about he's like he's like 
young Dale Winton. <laughs> Terrifying. But yeah. because it's Michael Sarah, I love him. Yeah. Um, there's a scene in this, mm. right, where Alan fights a bunch of Kens. Construction Kens, yeah, who are building the wall. Construction Kens. And they yeah. just haven't figured out to build the wall sideways yet. They're only building it up. That's the only way they know how to yeah. build a wall. So he's like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> But they're trying to escape Barbie Land. They are. Right? He's trying to escape with uh, the Gloria and her daughter. Yep. And then the construction workers oh, start of course. heading over. Construction. Mm-hmm. Nicely done. Ken at work. Yeah. There you go. Uh, <laughs> they start heading do over. Do they come from a down, land down under? I hate. <laughs> everything about this i hate everything about i didn't it. choose this direction all right i just it's just happening uh, you all right? did though you did the shrimp on the barbie shit I made, earlier I made and now one you're just joke fucking the, steering into it the, the, it's just the thread has just been i'm not pulling at this thread yeah. it's actively coming at my face mm. Like, mm. like a shrimp <laughs> <laughs> anyway met the, the ken's at work ken at work on the ken structure michael site. sarah michael sarah fights them fights the construction workers, right? Yes. Michael Sarah was also in a film called Scott Pilgrim. He was. Where he fights a bunch of guys in this over-the-top comic book way, yep. which is happening directly in this film. It's like a little tip of the hat to the Scott Pilgrim fight scenes, right? Yes, it is. Except for it's happening blurred out behind <laughs> as a backdrop to a really touching mother-daughter yeah. moment where it's like it's the first time they've properly bonded in a little while. Yeah. It's very moving. And then all you see is this crazy fucking Alan <laughs> kicking the shit out of people in the background. Shouting his original 1960s catchphrases. <laughs> oh, mate, it's incredible. Michael Sarah in this, Alan in this, mm-hmm. insanely fucking good. Oh, he's fantastic. Insanely good. There's a couple of movie references because you've got Weird Barbie offers uh, stereotypical Barbie the two shoes in a sort of scene that's very reminiscent Matrix. of the Matrix. You've got the the 2001 Space Odyssey intro. The shot for shot remake but, of 2001 yeah, Space Odyssey. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like if we're going to talk about uh, the quality of the acting, mm-hmm. I think Ryan Gosling might be the best comedic actor of, of his generation. He's one of the funniest people. He's one of the funniest actors. Yeah. That exists today. Uh, I I thousand percent agree. I think I first got rumblings of it in a Shane Black comedy he did with Russell Crowe called The Nice Guys, which is comedy perfection. Incredible! It's so fucking funny. Incredible. Russell Crowe is hit or miss for me, but in that film with Ryan Gosling, yeah, he is exactly everything you want him to be. Yeah, Ryan Gosling in this film, I don't, I didn't, exp- I just, I can't, I. I literally, this whole thing is us trying to explain stuff and I have no words for how good okay. Ryan Gosling is in this film. It's the fact that he is insane in this film. He is absolutely... The way that he portrays Ken yeah, and his reactions to certain things <laughs> is mental. Like, it's it's so far left field, yeah. it's unreal. The, the random screaming, <laughs> seemingly inane stuff, right? <laughs> where, where one can d- that he's in like a weird contest with, yeah, for no reason. Oh no, Jin- does a- I know the reason for that? So, uh, okay. Simi Liu in uh, rehearsals did the backflip, yeah, and Greta Gerwig saw Ryan Gosling's reaction, so wrote in a rivalry between them. <laughs> That's actually incredible. <laughs> the, the whole thing throughout the film yeah. is that 
Ryan Gosling keeps referring to himself as just the blonde guy who can't do a flip. <laughs> it's mentioned a few times in the film, and it kills me every time. But when it first happens, mm-hmm. and it's in this sort of like big dance sequence, it's Barbie's, you yeah. know, house party. There's choreographed dance and stuff. The one that the one Ken does a flip, <laughs> and Ryan Gosling is on his side, sort of dancing, going. What? <laughs> Screaming at the top of his lungs. There's a moment where he grabs Barbie's phone. Who are you texting? Who are you texting? He grabs the phone. Can <laughs> there's fucking there's so many different bits. He's he's mental. The fact that he, the fact that his job is beach. Incredible. And when when he gets to the real world and he keeps trying to get jobs and he's like, No, I don't have any qualifications, but but I can do this job and they can, can he consistently gets kicked out. Yeah. And he ends up on a beach talking to a lifeguard, going, Well, I can I can work here. And the guy's like, Oh, well, you want to be a lifeguard? Well, no, I, I haven't got that training. I, I would have no idea what to do. I would I would work very much on the beach. But there's no danger here. And I I would not be qualified to help anyone if there were. <laughs> Okay, I, I, I don't know what I can do for you, here, buddy. He walks away. I can't even fucking beat you. It's he's his facial expressions, yeah. the the way that he's so overly animated with yeah. everything. He's the one character that doesn't really conform to the whole doll thing. Like I watched this again last night in the cinema, yeah. and I noticed every single person in this film mm. they move and walk and talk and, and do all this mm-hmm. this normal shit right but when it comes to exaggerated movements like running or jumping mm. or falling or fighting yeah. everything is very stiff mm-hmm. the facial movements are sort of slow and very basic it's like happy is 10 out of 10 yeah, smile yeah. across your face yeah yeah sad is like the upside down like mm-hmm. face and everything is over the top like a doll would be yeah yeah right? totally Except for Ryan Gosling, yeah. who when he's doing stuff like when he's singing that song about being insane mm-hmm. and his one eye gets enormous and his, the rest of his face is all like, bah! like a little fucking gremlin monster. Yeah. And then immediately back to normal. He's like, I would, I would I say the exception, words. the exce- the two exceptions to the doll rules are mm. uh, of people who are meant to be dolls are Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling. And I think it's just the weight. Margot Robbie does it though. She does. For when she's in Barbie. For when she's in Barbie right Land until, at start. Yeah. But I feel like, yeah, I feel like, third act. yeah, exactly. And I feel like the weight, yeah, yeah. the weight of the roles that they have to carry and the amount of information they need to convey mm. about the, the tone. I mean, I think we've intentionally tried to keep this episode about this film within the remit of what we can talk about. You and I are not women. We can't necessarily be any sort of useful voice about Margot Robbie's arc, except to say it's incredibly inspirational. And I hope that it means everything that it can to everyone it can. Um, Yeah. It was a, it was a, it was so much more of a film than I expected. And I, it was so brave of Mattel as a corporation Oh, mate. Because as a corporation, <laughs> the number of the amount of criticism for Mattel in this film that is objectively true, mm-hmm. that's just it's not it's not even being said to Mattel's face. It's being said from behind their logo. Yes. The marketing department at Mattel had to OK these absolute gut punches to their corporate history and not even corporate history, their current corporate structure. <laughs> yeah, dude, this is this is hands down the best marketing campaign that has ever existed in human history. 
by a fucking thousand miles. But also wildly riskiest. I can see there being huge yeah, fights huge. at the boardroom being like, Dude. you're saying that we're going to pay 145 million quid to have Margot Robbie call us pricks in the cinema. Yes. We're paying yes. for that. But then also the marketing budget is 100 million. Yeah. So we're going to push the shit out of it. Yeah. Uh, yes, that's what I'm saying. And also what I'm saying is, is if if we're the ones out there pointing this stuff out, mm-hmm. people, it's it's like almost tongue-in-cheek, self-deprecating humour. Yep. But instead of from a really endearing stand-up comedian yep. who is slowly sort of going, ha, look at this as part of the human condition. Now it's an enormous corporation yeah. <laughs> going, see, we're relatable. <laughs> but you know why? It, and it fucking works, re- mate. But the reason it works is because Mattel as a corporation are not exempt from what they're asking the audience to do, which is own your shit. Exactly. Own your shit. That's what makes it so fucking genius. Admit your shortcomings and work on them. That's that's what it is. Grow 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 with your mistakes learn from your mistakes and fucking grow the company's doing it they're putting their shit you know what i mean they're putting their shit out there to be judged by everyone no secrets no nothing i'm sure there's secrets but you know for the fucking film they're taking the piss out of themselves to the hills man it's incredible but yeah would you like to play a game i would so is it Adopt me, Will Ferrell. Is that the game? Uh, I want that man. To that's adopt a game me. we play every episode for you, Ben. Every episode yes. is that game. <laughs> I think this is this should be the the long running game. We just put a little note, a little footnote at the end of every, uh, every episode, which is Will Ferrell. If you hear this, mm. adopt me. Mm. I think he's already. I think game. he's already got like fifty adopted kids. Well, one more won't hurt, will yeah. it? Exactly. Exactly. You, know you can just you can get in the sweatshop with the rest of them. Uh, no, th- I won't make much noise. I'm introverted <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> the game this week is Mattel have taken one of their largest brands and made an introspective adult they have. thinking man's film. Okay. And so I've done the same with uh, one another one of their properties. And I asked you earlier in the week this game and you said that you would also come up with one. So today, dear listener. I'm going to lie, Rob. I've f- forgotten all about this yeah <laughs> so i'm gonna listen to yours yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna pretend i understand the assignment so i'm gonna say that barney the dinosaur will be their next film right and and it will be a look at how the elderly generation slowly become more and more out of touch with the social climate okay and end up feeling like dinosaurs and it's a bit like Franz Kafka's Metamorphosis. You know, one day he woke up and found he was a giant cockroach. It's going to be, think Gran Torino, right? But rather, yeah. right, as you age and you get more racist and more out of touch and more transphobic, <laughs> you become more of a dinosaur. And so Barney the Dinosaur is this, this, I think up, but hideously, hideously affecting about elderly isolation. And the way that he reconnects with society is through the kids. Because he's literally turning into a physical purple dinosaur. I think that's going to be their next movie. Okay. Okay. A hard-hitting look at social isolation amongst the elderly. Changing social views. I mean, that's changed how I look at Barney. (laughs) Right? I didn't like the whole the older and more racist you get. Because now we're just going to be watching Barney being sort of like, you better watch your fucking mouth. Exactly. (laughs) It's a... Did he just say? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And that show was airing in the 90s, so there probably was a fair bit of that. Okay. So the game is Mm. Mattel property. Yeah, yeah. Into a new movie. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that follows in Barbie's footsteps of being perhaps a little bit too adult for the child audience. 
Fuck. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, Thomas the Tank Engine. Yes. Ta- ah, fucking got it. Right. Mate, I got this. I understand this assignment. <laughs> so good. My brain do good. Okay, nice. Thomas the Tank Engine. Yep. Right? Yep. There is an episode of Thomas the Tank Engine, and I cannot remember the engine's name, but there is a naughty engine in this episode, <laughs> right. Ooh. and he gets reversed into a tunnel, right? Yeah. And then that tunnel is bricked up forever. <laughs> so there is what the fuck? a sentient, live, living train that is with- <laughs> Condemned to die alone in Jesus a dark, bricked-up tunnel. He's been banned to the shadow realm, basically. Shadow realm, yeah. So what I'm going to say is, is that they're going to release a Thomas the Tank Engine movie. Yeah. About the 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 uh, the debate surrounding reinstating the death penalty ah, <laughs> in, in countries nice. where it's been abolished. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, you could have okay. like a like a fat politician, and it's all narrated by Ringo Starr. Yeah, the fat politician, fat politician it's, who's it's in control of the Senate. He's the fat controller. Exactly, there he's controlling the narrative. The fat controller. It's going to be like the 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 Ryan Reynolds film, buried but with a train. Yeah, and slightly more political. Nice, and also fully narrated by Ringo Starr. I'm in, I'm down with that. I'm down with that. What are you rating, Barbie? I'm going to rate this an eight. Ooh, what's the two? Eight and a half. Okay, what's the one and a half points it loses? It loses the point and a half because the pacing is a little bit off for me. Yeah. There are moments where I'm uh, laughing my absolute tits off and there is weird, unsuspecting jokes flying at me from really unsuspecting places like side characters that have maybe two lines in the film, but they're fucking hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden it snaps you out of it and you're in a very deep touching moment, which is great. And the deep touching moment is incredible. I just think next to each other, it's it's sort of like a Yeah, totally. You know, it's a bit of a bit of a slap in the funny bone. Okay. You know what I mean? Well, I'm gonna yeah, um eight and a half. I'm more of a feminist ally than Ben, and I'm keen to virtue signal that I'm better than him. So this is a fact that no, uh I'm the same with you. Eight and a half. <laughs> eight and a half. I'm not even gonna say the words fat ten. It's great. It's a good film. Yeah. It, do you know what? It is far better than the licensed property film for Mattel's popular brand of dolls has any right to be. Yeah, right? Right? It has no business being this good. Yeah, yeah. It has like, no business being this there good. There have been Barbie movies before. There have been animated Barbie movies released yeah. in the cinema. No one was talking about them. All right? For good Cause reason. Because they're shit. Because they're shit. This is not a yeah. shit film. This is a hilarious well thought out, deeply written, layered with subtext film, fantastic. It is still a Barbie movie, though. So from my perspective, it's just, do you know what I mean? It's a light entertainment romp with some good subtext, which is why it's up at eight and a half, which is where some Nolan movies sit. But it's not a fat 10, because it just doesn't, it doesn't tickle my pickle quite the way like an old boy does. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like a fat 10 is, fat 10 is old boy. Right, I love an old boy's oh, fat ten. Oh, the movie. Ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Got uh, you. An old yeah, boy's yeah, yeah, fat okay. ten. Put it in my mouth. Nom 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 nom. I'll slurp that shrimp from the butt. Yeah, yeah. You love watching old boy with the old boys. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I know why the past movies have been shit, and this one's been so good. The past movies are like pandering and catering to mm-hmm. an already carved out space. Right. Yep. They're trying to sell to a market that they already. Yeah, yeah, have, totally. You know, majority shareholding. Whereas this one is actively ignoring that and going, yeah, no, let's just let's just have a look at, at what it is. Yeah, no, let's not look at who to sell it to. Let's not pander to the demographic. Let's just have a look at what it is yeah. and what can be done with it. Yep. And rather than take it down a route of 
this is supposed to inspire little girls. Let's take it down a route of, does it inspire little girls? <laughs> yeah. Does it do anything positive for the human experience? Is the human experience in any way, shape or form better than being a 2D ideological fucking, you know, airhead that lives in a fake made up land? Yeah. You know what I mean? We've, lovely. We've just got it's time lovely. to scrape uh, one comment each from Comment Corner. Okay, I've got one from Conflict Star on our Tenet Reel. Ooh, is this Instagram or TikTok? Instagram. Ooh. They say, I saw Tenet when it came out, and when my brother asked me how it was, I said, it's not the best Christopher Nolan film, but it is the most Christopher Nolan film. Oh, I saw that one, and they are so 1,000% right. 100%. I'm kind of furious it's, that I didn't think of that phrase before we recorded the episode yeah. because it is it's everything you it, it's it's tenet summed up perfectly. It's far from his best. It's fucking wonderful. But it's his most Nolan. Yeah. I've just got one uh cuz we are short on time and this is not a bot on TikTok commented on one of our tenet reels. Okay. Uh which I don't get cuz I never watched this show, but those of you that did may find this uh illuminating. This movie was simply a reboot of the Red Dwarf Backwards episode, which was better. Never seen it. You're not a Red Dwarf? I could never get into Red Dwarf. I couldn't man. get into Red Dwarf. It was the sort of thing, there was a guy we went to uni with who was really posh, and it was the sort of thing... You're on about Josh? Yeah, it was the sort of thing I imagined he would be really into. I fucking hate that cunt. I mean, he does listen, so... <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I, put, I, put, I was the one that put the bacon on your window. Oh... There you go. Oh, <laughs> just to clarify. I'm only joking. Just to clarify. I love you, Josh. There but was also, no... I did put the bacon on your window. And also, for those that didn't know Josh personally, he wasn't Jewish or anything like that before you start thinking Ben's a hate crimer. It was just bacon. No, I was just on my way back from the shop and drunk. I had bacon. I didn't have anything else to throw. <laughs> call me Call me what you like. But it was more just resourceful than anything else. (laughs) (laughs) That was Comment Corner. Very brief one this week. But if you want to be part of next week's Comment Corner, where we will have more time, drop us a line on our TikTok or our Instagram or our Facebook. Uh, We try and reply to every comment. Uh, Eventually, we do lose interest when they get to the millions of views. But, you know, get in early. Beat the rush and uh, join our Discord. Join the Discord. You are directly linked to our pockets yeah. through our Discord. That will directly notify us and we will then have to respond. So, you know. We're going to be watching more uh, movies in the Discord. We're going to be getting some movie nights on the go. It's fucking fun. Yes. We, um, uh, we uh, after after Nolan finishes, I'm going to be covering, oh well, after Nolan finishes, we are going to be covering uh, a film that is not available in very many places. It's not on DVD. Mm. not on blu-ray there's a really ropey copy on youtube but it's in japanese and the subtitles are in spanish so i'm gonna set up (laughs) why the fuck are we doing this like it's the hardest thing to get hold of and yet we're like yeah let's do this for everyone to never see (laughs) because it is it is the very first theatrical release of one of the most popular franchises of all time all right. And we will be streaming it in our Discord in the coming days, and it will be looping any chance I get so you can tune in and see it before the episode. How about get when we've got the copy of it, depending on how big it is, 
I might be able to put it in the Discord. So if you're in there, you can grab it. It's like 250 megabytes. This this copy was made in like 1996 when this was last available. How long is this film? Like 25 minutes? What yeah. The fuck? Yeah, it's brilliant. It's literally <laughs> Me, 25 man, what minutes. What are we doing? All right, this is it. This is the end. Come yeah. on. Guys, thank you so fucking much for hanging out with us. It's been absolutely incredible recently. You guys are insane. We will be rounding out our Christopher Nolan. Christopher fucking Nolan. Christopher fucking Nolan. Bow, bow, bow. With Oppenheimer next week. Episodes. Series. Yes, yeah, the end of the series. For now. He'll be, he'll be back. Yeah. Oppenheimer's not his last yeah. film. It, 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 you know. I'm just sad about it, man. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm genuinely right. Do you know what? Do you know what sort of films I've been watching recently? Right. Weird shit. Like rom-coms and dramas. Ooh. Don't know why. Because you've pushed me out of my comfort zone and I feel really good for it. And I'm like, oh, I'm yeah. learning a lot here. I'm going to sort of steer into it. Yeah, steer into it and not just not just focus on B movies from 1985. Do you know what I mean? But you've done the same, and I'm focusing on B movies from the 1970s that aren't even available on DVD. So, yeah. Oh, this is actually good. All right, my next series, I'm going to pick something that's just no, Jurassic World. There you go. Oh, Absolutely please don't. Not. I made myself feel sick doing that. Sorry. Ben's going to wrap up this episode as a way of thanking you for an hour of your time at the start of your week by giving you a nice positive message. I prepped it this week. Uh, to take forward with your week. I remembered. Uh, well done, yeah. babes. Um, yeah. Thank you. We've had a lovely time. I've got a big old smile on my face. Uh, I can see Same. Ben as well. He does. He does too. Look at him. God, you've got a good I smile. I take my glasses off. Yeah. Thanks, man. It's the mustache. Yeah, it's mustache. the mustache. It's good. Uh, I, however, am just going to cosplay society and do what society always does and just tell you to... Hit me. Consume. All right, so I've prepped it this week. It was a pretty fucking easy week to do, though, because the film kind of did it for me. Dear listener, regardless of where you are or who you are or how you are or if you are, you're enough. You're enough. You're good enough for you. It doesn't matter if you're good enough for anyone else. Doesn't fucking matter. Just be good enough for you. Be happy in yourself. And if you're not, I don't know. Fuck it. You know what I mean? You might be. You might not be. Who am I to tell you what to do with your life? But you are enough. <laughs>